Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I am your host, Papa Menno, and as always, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, the guy who actually loves the movie Cuties, uh, Gabe Empard. <laughs> Gabe, I just appreciate Gabe, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm just a guy who appreciates art at this point. Um, so, yeah, that's what you can label me. I'm fine. I don't know. We good time. What? Even art of the minor variety? Is that what you're saying? Okay, I'm not honestly not even going to close <laughs> There's absolutely zero chance I'm having this conversation <laughs> recorded. Why wouldn't you touch it with a 50 foot pole, man? <laughs> I am. I'm not watching. Like all I can say, I'm not. I didn't. I didn't look, watch the movie. Look at this guy scramble. <laughs> I. <laughs> I. Uh, 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 the internet is forever, man. <laughs> and I'm just not messing around with this stuff. Oh man. <laughs> I'm gonna stay away from that. But that, that is true. I'm curating great Netflix movies. I've I've been good. Didn't watch it. Didn't just want to clarify. Did not watch it. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah. Do we even? No. Don't even go into it. How are you? <laughs> how, how are oh things? man, thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Um. All right. It's a uh, good news to hear that someone in this country, specifically the province of Ontario, is trying to push a law where we don't have to do the stupid ass daylight savings time anymore. Cause that shit is so outdated. And I don't know why we continue to do it even in 2020. Like there's no need for us to roll the clock back. Like obviously rolling it back is kind of cool. Cause you get that one hour and it's like, Oh, this is beautiful. Like normally you're out in the clubs or something like that. You get an extra hour to party, you get an extra hour to drink. So it's super fun. But then the dread of like the rest of winter is literally the worst after that. Yeah, I could see that. So I'm all for this bill of just like keeping it regular standard time. And then we just go through the year just normally. Like we're going to get an extra hour of sunlight essentially. And on top of that, we don't have to do the rolling forward because the rolling forward day is probably the worst day on the planet. Like when you roll the clock forward, you lose that hour. You feel like the worst person 
for that entire day. So I'm happy that okay, we so, wouldn't have to do that anymore if this goes through. Obviously, surprisingly, obviously, I'm notorious for hating things passionately. And I feel like everyone always asks me about daylight savings, but I don't mind. I don't really give a shit about it. Like, I don't, I don't feel like it ever bothered me. Um, That's because you're like, depressed 24 seven. So it doesn't matter. That's true. That's true. Maybe <laughs> my, my personality, like I already have two other types of depression going on. So maybe. <laughs> so this one doesn't get affected. Yeah, but I also then don't have empathy for you normies who just have to deal with like daylight saving. Ooh, tragic life. Grow up. Um, <laughs> some provinces don't do it. Like it was the weirdest thing. One year I was in Saskatchewan and I was there and it was an hour ahead and I was there for daylight savings. And next thing I know, the next day we're two hours ahead because they don't do it, but the West coast does. So that was also weird. I didn't know places didn't do that. And so some like the Midwest and that in the States and Canada are, there's different time zones depending on the year, which is the weirdest part to me. Yeah. For a while, Saskatchewan's only an hour ahead for half the year. And then the next year, same with like Idaho and Montana. And I was like, I don't know. That was only for some reason that bothered me more than anything. Um, <laughs> the fact so, that these guys chose not to do it anymore. That pissed you off. Yeah. I, but I get it. I guess cause it's like the middle land and they're farmers and it, I don't, I don't, there's some reasonable explanation for it, but I mean, I don't care enough. There's tons of people who are super passionate. I have this one friend who always starts petitions and is like obsessed with getting it canceled. I'm like, this is your life's greatest work. <laughs> Daylight savings. All right, buddy. Like I'll sign it for you. But beyond Dude, tell that, that friend, I will 100% sign that bill. It's the, um, it's the wise monkey tea guy. Oh man, I'm in. He used to sponsor our shit. So I'm in whatever, whatever he's promoting. I'm sponsored. I'm, I'm signing. I think it might be because he works with farmers and stuff too, for like tea leaves and that. And so maybe he has some in that, but for the most part, I'm not bothered by daily daylight say in fact i'm gonna be a proponent of it i want to keep it just to go against the grain here <laughs> just to annoy you you're a fucking loser <laughs> keep daylight savings forever i'm champion daylight savings that's what it was originally intended for though i think it was supposed to help the farmers or something like that and but it's like help them or not Wait, I, I think it was supposed to help them in some kind yeah, of fashion why it's supposed to help them but i think now with technology and everything it does yeah you do we don't need it anymore so and now everyone's left kind of getting fucked and then the farmers are like i don't really give a shit so dude that's like a lot of things we keep we hold on to a lot of these things because it's just like well we did it this way for so many years but it's like it's outdated now like we're supposed to be advancing as a society and it seems like we hold on to so much stupid shit that we don't need to be holding on to well i mean look at the fucking current state of the world are you really surprised i know i'm not surprised but it's like it's just mind-blowing to me that certain things like we just don't choose to adopt like it's, it's just dumb yeah well there's there's so many dumb like culturally just normal things that are so pointless that we just adopt so you you can throw in okay but also you know the weirdest thing that i learned as well and maybe i was off but i never can so china is a huge country right and they should they all are on the same time but like obviously the sun sets and rises differently across the country so like four o'clock in some places is completely pitch dark and then midday, like super bright other places, but just to keep, so they work differently off like those hours, which is weird to me. Oh, too. that's crazy. That yeah. honestly, but that would make sense because there's billions of them in that fucking country. So it's like, it's, it kind of is a little bit understandable, 
why they would do it that way. True. I just, I, I don't, I wonder if that's like, if it's a good system or not too, because what Halifax is like four hours, five hours ahead of West coast too. like Canada's pretty big. It'd just be weird if everything like was on. The yeah. Same if everything time. was on the exact same time, yeah, that would be. Yeah. Like imagine it was six right now here. Cause it's six in Toronto. Like it'd be bright as fuck. I don't know. Weird. Just something, just something to think on. <laughs> think about you guys. Just, yeah. Well, yeah, this is episode 66 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe, and follow on all of our major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and now Amazon Music. Um, Giving us reviews and likes and follows and all that good stuff really helps us get noticed in the algorithm. So support your boys. Support black business, please. This episode, what were you going to say? Nothing. Continue. This episode, probably not going to be the longest one. There's not really that much big news going on other than like Trump and some stuff. So we're probably going to start off there. Trump gets COVID. Uh, Huge surprise in the world, actually, because he's been championing the fact that this is, I mean, there's reports that say he said it was a hoax, but then turns out he didn't actually fully say it was a hoax. But basically him and his supporters have been anti-mask and anti doing the right thing in terms of these times <laughs> and now he's caught it and they've had to uh do a complete 180 on their stance and a lot of people have been wondering if he actually has the disease or if it's just a ploy for him to uh make people forget about his taxes and all the other stuff that's going around sorry yeah. going around during this time as elections are coming up literally everyone is catching it on like in his like party and who works with him, like all the conservatives and stuff have all got it. And um, it's honestly so weird that how, I don't know. I feel people think this is going to change anything, but the reality is of it, like everyone in his cabinet and like on the conservative side is going to survive and they can easily do this whole twist. Like people, I, I don't understand the optimism that liberals have Every week they hear news like this is it. This is how we get Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been doing this for four years, man. You're the most naive pieces of shit ever. Um, they're like, fine, like Trump's not gonna die. Like, he it's he has the best health care in the literal world. Same with like his whole cabinet and everyone works on him. They're all as long as 99% of them survive, that's enough for everyone else to be to justify um what they're doing and saying so the the optimism of the other parties and stuff is so nuts dude i was even i came home and i hear my i heard my mom cheer I was like, what the fuck could you possibly be cheering about and she's like stephen miller has COVID. i'm like <laughs> yo first of all that's super messed up um second of all he's 34 even though he looks like he's 90 and he'll be fine like it's just this is if anything this is just gonna justify the rhetoric of um covid not being a big deal and it's still it won't change it's just another news headline that everyone else can clamor over and talk about but the reality of it is nothing will change it's just like another news headline that we'll forget about a week from now yeah i 100 percent agree with the take of the liberals being like, this is it. We're going to get him out on this. Like it, anything that happens, he like, he's a Teflon Don, literally anything that happens to him, it just doesn't stick. Like it always just, he always just squirms his way out of it. And 
I mean, it was funny to see some of the memes of people saying that he was going to die and stuff like that. Uh, but oh yeah, I, the first couple of hours were hilarious. I woke up at like. 11 30 in the middle of, i had like a, a, a nap i woke up and everyone there was hundreds of trump die memes which were hilarious but the next couple of days after that people were like oh this is it like you see the way he's wincing and stuff here we go and i'm just everyone's a lunatic yeah i do think it does affect him more than he's letting on for sure like he does oh, look he's like hurting, he's str- yeah he does look like he's struggling to breathe he is hurting, but it still doesn't. People like that won't learn their lesson. <laughs> it, it, he'll he'll survive. And look at Herman Cain, man. He's tweeting from the grave. COVID uh, yeah. I, who's running his account that it's still like honestly, it's, it's still operational. And the fact that like he tweeted like his account tweeted something saying that COVID's not that serious after he passed away is is peak the right wing, but it's also peak stupidity and just like insanity at the same time. Honestly, and what in his literal will was to use the hashtag Kane Gang. So they, after this man died, no way that actually said that. Yes, he let, like he left. I guess it, 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 his daughter was reading off what he wanted, and she emphasized using the hashtag Kane Gang going forward. That sounds dope, though. I'm not gonna lie, Kane Gang does sound <laughs> yeah, dope. but. Insane when you're dead. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And you're going king COVID's not a big deal. King king. That's like from the grave dead. where you just died from COVID. Yeah. Uh, so people, I, I honestly couldn't get over that, and we did not make a big enough deal about the fact that we have an active Twitter account going against COVID when COVID <laughs> killed you. Insanity. Peak. Peak America. Yeah. I think a lot of people also don't know who Herman Cain is as well, too. So there's that. I mean, he was popping, though. Like, most Americans do. He was, like, the anti-Obama in 2012 and stuff. Um, I just... Yeah, I know what you mean, though. But still, I still... It's one of the stories you should discover and still be like, this is insanity. But on the Trump front, like, I do think he is using this as a way to be like, well, look, I beat COVID. Because, I mean, he already tweeted, like, they're literally... Once he got released, he's like, I'll be leaving the great Walter Reed Medical Center today at 6.30 p.m. Feeling really good. Don't be afraid of COVID. Don't let it dominate your life. We have developed under the Trump administration some really great drugs and knowledge. I feel better than I did 20 years ago. Yeah. Which, I mean, okay, so I know a lot of people are jumping on because he said, don't be afraid of COVID and don't let it dominate your life. And it's like, yeah, I... I personally do agree with that. Like we shouldn't, you shouldn't fear COVID. You should be cautious about it. You should be um, on the lookout and like do the safety precautions. But I understand the other side as well too, because his supporters don't read within the lines like that. So when they see don't be afraid of COVID or don't let it dominate your life, they're just automatically going to assume, well, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do and live my life that way. But I know what he's saying though, like in terms of like not letting it be the thing that keeps us down, um, within society, like for the rest of our lives. Like obviously yeah, you, we are going to have to move forward, but you know, that's going to, but that's not, you know, that's not what he was trying. Like, yeah. I know that's, I know that's not what he, I know that's not, that's what like what he said, but that's not what's that. going to be interpreted. Yeah. People, people are going to infer something different and think that he's saying, Oh, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Look, I'm, I'm great. I feel great. Like I'm, it's nothing to be worried about essentially. Uh, I know that's where he was going for it. Yeah, I, I, but like I, I, I actually had this argument a couple of days ago with one of like my, my friends who's I think of her as super rational, and she was on that whole like don't fear. It's like none of us fear it. 
No, there like, are, there are some people who do, man. I know. For, oh, for sure. There's some people who for sure do. For sure, but the, to the degree of like, I'm just rational, man. Like, I don't want to be responsible for even giving anyone the flu, even if it doesn't kill them. Um, obviously, people fear it, and there's overblown things. But I also think people are overblowing the overblow of it being being. We know it's not gonna destroy us and that but it's just being cautious yeah which i think obviously is important because we don't have a vaccine at this point so that's the biggest concern is that like we don't have anything to get rid of it so easily so at this point in time like we do need to take these precautions but i mean it it is it is crazy just how like his supporters are going to flip this and try and make it seem like it's like i like i saw some pundit on twitter saying how isn't it funny how no one on the left has covid but trump's administration were the people to get it and it's like well no no shit that that's what happened like everyone on the left was taking the precautions to not get it so they're obviously they're not gonna get it like i don't know where she was going with her point like she tried to make it seem like it was some conspiracy that oh like the right wing people are getting it that was that crazy lady that always tweets the most batshit stuff. Yeah. And it, everyone replied to her pictures with like pictures of conservatives literally in a group of a hundred unmasked. And they're, and they're like, no shit. Lady. Yeah, exactly. It's obvious you're going to get it if you're not taking the precautions to not get the disease. The, or the, the, most, in, the most insane one to me is the, um, oh, that the virus was created to take down America uh, and conservatives. The idea that the whole world would like construe this disease and damage every other country just to attack Republicans and Americans. You know what I mean? Is the most yeah. insane as well. Being like, it's a conspiracy against <laughs> Republicans. Yeah. The whole world just gave up a couple million people to die just so <laughs> they could take down Trump. Like if well, anything, one of the biggest reasons that that got bigger too, though, is because there have been like, other scientists who've come out and said that like they have proof that it was made in a Wuhan virus lab. So, I mean, once you get one person to confirm it, who's a scientist, like you're going to run with the thing that confirms your bias. Even all the dominoes that would have to fall for that to still work. Like even if Wuhan did make this disease, if America just handled it way better, it wouldn't even have been an issue. Like it's, it just it, there's too many holes in that plot. For well, anything. maybe maybe they just knew Americans are dumb enough not to handle it properly, though. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I guess it's not yeah. hard. It's not hard to see that America's the dumbest country on the planet, and if you give I them know. any kind of something like this, like they're not going to do the best thing for the, for themselves. So, well, at that point, it's not even like biological warfare. It's just your own stupidity. Yeah, exactly. And what's stupider than an American? Yeah, that's I'm true. Sorry, an average American, I should say, because obviously there are very smart Americans out there. Yeah. So, there we go. But I, ha- I did have one more last point. I just can't remember what it, what it was. Um, oh, yeah. I keep seeing this uh, debate online about saying that you can't wish for Trump to be dead. And it's like, is it a bad thing to wish for someone who you not don't like, but someone who isn't really a good person to, to die? Like, I understand the reason rationale behind it. Like you shouldn't wish ill on others because ill can happen to you for sure. A hundred percent. 
But at the same time, too, there like are, I feel like there are certain people who might deserve it. Like it, if this it was is the, if it was like Hitler or something, and you wish that he died, with is that a bad thing? Like two things, a hundred percent. I have no problem wishing people die. Well, and, I know and, you and, don't. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but it's a, no. This is actually I did one of these in my like in my in university in my philosophy class. It's the it's the tolerance of intolerance paradox, which means you can't be tolerant. You can't be a tolerant person by being tolerant of an intolerant of, of an intolerant person. So you have to wish them harm and to deny them tolerance to their like bias and ego and racism and stuff. Um, so I think that like applies to like Trump so well, like everything that you want, like you need America to become um, a great country or get back to that or whatever would rely on Trump dying. So I think you have to be intolerant at this point of someone else's intolerance, if that makes any sense. So the way you explained it was super confusing, but I think I know what you're saying. No. You're saying you just have to be intolerant of someone who's intolerant. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. the thing? It's, like, it's called the intolerance paradox where like to be tolerant of all these other things, you have to be intolerant <laughs> of other people's intolerance. <laughs> okay. I got you. It was just it's when a, you were saying it, you were saying tolerant so many times. I, I was know. like, wait, what the fuck? Like what? But, but it's, it's always been the most interesting thing to me because you it's the argument that you can't get a progressive, amazing state of country or whatever without adopting intolerant um, policies and stuff as well. But then who's to say, like, it just gets complicated, but you can't, you know what I mean? Like you can't, have a tolerant perfect utopia without destroying all the intolerance so that at a point you become the intolerant person yourself okay i, I think i can kind of see you with that i'm not high <laughs> <laughs> but yes yes it's perfectly i think it's like we we need to cheer them to die and bad things to happen to them because i also know like obviously people can change and you can become a better person and like forgiveness and stuff and second chances like we all need that because people fuck up in life so that's definitely something but someone who consistently proves and shows who they are and then like something bad happens to them like i don't see why that's necessarily a bad thing to wish harm upon them in some kind of fashion yeah at some point you're 76 we're not talking about a 22 year old skinhead who yeah. has his whole life ahead of him we're talking about a 76 year old man who's adopted racist policies since the 70s his dad yeah. was literally his grandpa was part of the kk like this guy has had forever to change and i mean you're not doing any damage but to i think logically look at it the world would improve if this guy never existed um so yeah i i mean I think I wouldn't put that. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't have a problem with it. Because, <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of people reducing it. But like, well, you just don't like Trump. But I know obviously there are people who haven't really looked into what Trump's done and they just don't like him for the sake of not liking him. But at the same time, too, like when you also just look at some of the things that he's done, if you have taken the time, it's like, well, this guy hasn't really done a lot of good for a lot of people. So. I don't see what the issue is here, but yeah, it's, it's like if the slave master got sick and you wanted him to die, like, <laughs> is, is yeah, that, no, like, should I like, not wish poorly on the slave master in that situation? But yeah, if your if your freedom is riding on this man dying, I think 
you're perfectly uh, <laughs> okay. I'm sure people give a shit for care, considering American slaves and stuff. But uh, I don't know. But but then also it's it is hard though to be. I look at other people who would cheer if Obama got like COVID and almost died. Yeah, but they're cheering for the wrong reasons though. They're cheering because he's a black man. But not in their head. Not in their mind. They're just as morally correct as we are. To Do you themselves, ever yes. <laughs> I'm not going to get in that either because the paradoxing was already too much. But we're like, they're not the bad guys in the story in their brain. So I, what which if is, we are the bad guys? What? What if we we are the bad guys? <laughs> what if like Trump and conservatives are right? I don't want to be in a world where they're the right ones. That's all I'm going to say. I'm sure they think the same thing of us. <laughs> I want to be right where these niggers are at. <laughs> I don't want to live in that world. These Negroes are talking real talk. I don't want to live there. Ah, that's America. I don't want to even know. Take me out back and shoot me. Oh, man. Because it's like, I don't know, the, on the right side with the Christians, like they think they're right, but at the same time, they call themselves Christians, but do the complete opposite of what Christianity is about. It's just, it's just mind-boggling to me, but... Like yeah. I said, the average American isn't the smartest, so. The average person is not so the smart. That is also right. true. Especially yeah. if you work in the service industry, you'll find that uh, out real quick. Also, a personal antidote that I want to throw out there that I probably doesn't have anything. I've been really into cutting off people lately. Like, mm, not friend, blocked, goodbye. Not talking to you. And it's empowering. <laughs> Well, that's easy in today's age right now, yeah. the world that we're living in. I've been snip-snipping people. Because you so. literally don't have to see them ever again. What? I said it's it's very easy in this pandemic age that we're living in because you literally true. don't have to see them. That's true. That's you, true. You, you, there's no chance of you running into them either. Like, that's... Yeah. That's it. I'm like... Pew, pew. I'm not scared if I saw them. But you're cut. Bye. Pew. What are you cutting them for? Like, what is this... They got nothing. I could be in the wrong, but they're cut. <laughs> I, just don't, I have time for anyone's shit. But. Oh, man. What can you do for me? Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. A lot of new music came out last week. Uh, Bryson Tiller dropped his third album. 21 Savage also dropped his album. You didn't happen to listen to any of the new music outside of 21 Savages, so we will discuss that. Yeah, I listened to a couple um, of the killer ones, listened to the whole Savage, but like Bryson just fell off. Like I listened to a couple and people were shit talking it, so I didn't. Really I saw people it. praising it. Really? I saw. Yeah. My, I mean, I didn't see tons, but I just saw people being like, I guess talking about his career and how it should have turned out versus anyway. So I just kind of didn't really check it out except for the drag feature and like one or two other songs. Well, yeah, he was projected to be the next big thing to be honest. Yeah. That first album was levels like, yeah, that first album was insane. It was something that we just never heard of, like those two sounds going together and it was really well put together. Um, The songs were super catchy. Like everyone was on that wave. And then, I guess he just went through some personal things and just couldn't make the music anymore. But he was projected to be huge. Like the next Drake, like people were saying that he should get signed to OVO. Yeah. So that I way he could collaborate be, with Drake and stuff. And I thought he was going to be like, he was that, yeah, it was that like kind of unique sound. Like when Frank first came on the scene and same with weekend. So I thought he was going to be like on that, um, that kind of 
wave, like that trap R&B sound that, but he just ended up falling kind of on the wayside with a bunch of other R&B dudes. Well, yeah, he took too long to put out his second project and then his second project wasn't. Honestly, people said it was trash, but re-listening to it, it's actually really good. It was just that at the time, it wasn't what people were expecting. So it didn't really sound the greatest when they heard it. And it definitely didn't live up to the first one. So it just kind of, his first one just kind of set him up for his second one to be not as good. None of his music's trash. It's just like the bar was set so high. Like he still had bangers and songs individually I've listened to. But yeah, I thought it was, it was going to be on that genre of, changing the game um when he first came out and that and um it, it's definitely not there's this other artist that um someone tweeted about have you heard of him hold on one sec i got it up here uh, where is it oh brent Fayez. oh yeah brent Fayez. yeah he's dope yeah and so i just like kind of listened to him and He's kind of almost a lot of people were tweeting saying he's the sound that uh, that Bryson could have been that Bryson Tiller was supposed to be. That's can funny. you see that? I haven't listened to. I only have three of his songs. Right I've, I've only listened to a couple of his songs too, so I, I couldn't necessarily say off his body of work. But he is a really good uh, R and B artist, though. Yeah, he definitely had a unique sound since I've been checking it out. But yeah, no, uh, Bryson Tiller off that wave really fuck with Twenty One's album. Um, personally, did you listen to it all? I did listen to it. I gave it one straight listen through. Um, I'm gonna say just, one star, and it's gonna fight you. <laughs> just a just a note, though, it is projected to do 195 this week, um, which will gain him the number one spot, which is huge because he's like slowly gained mainstream status with each of his albums. His first one, Savage Mode, was his first one. Savage Mode like was mostly underground stuff, but then like it got played in the clubs quite a bit, and then he got more popular off of that. But that only sold 12K when it first came out. Uh, then his second album, Issa, did 77K. Then his third album, I Am, Greater Than I Was, did 131. And now this one's projected to do 195. He reminds me, he reminds me of like a peak Jeezy, um, like popular levels where like Jeezy used to always do like 300K without like any radio play or anything. And um, 21 Savage, I, I, that's like good numbers, man. Cause he really isn't out there in the news headlines beyond uh, especially after that British stuff happened. Like yeah. he, does, he does good shit though. Like he's obviously like, he's a good guy and he always talks about like giving advice of like saving your money and not spending it on jewelry and shit like that. But like in terms of headlines and how you hear, see other rappers um, try to get, stay relevant. It's impressive what he does. He just puts out a good body of work. Seems like a pretty intelligent guy and, stays out of the lane unless he really needs to step in he's got like he's young but he still has that og vibe you know what I yeah mean? and he's like low-key and it's good that you mentioned that too because his album cover the savage mode 2 thing is straight from like 1990s uh southern music and stuff like that like cash money records type shit yeah. juvenile type covers like he definitely yeah they, he took all these old, i mean there's a couple where it has like la sound mixed with it too like that easy sound there's a couple songs, but yeah, he has that like old school '90s rap from a different couple different regions, and it really just goes together uh, really well. And it's a very like distinct away from the Chicago sound, and he still sounds pretty good over it. So, yeah, and 195, uh, just based off of him, just like he didn't really do that much promo for it. Like he, they put up the album cover, and like the album cover is dope. 
And then they pretty much put out the music the same week uh, that they dropped that cover. And he owns all his masters. So 195 going straight to his pocket and to uh, Metro Boomin is pretty big. Can we talk about how he also got the greatest interlude on an album maybe ever now? Yeah. So he got Morgan Freeman to do a couple Bro, skits a, on this. At first and, I, thought it was just, I thought it was just a clip of Morgan Freeman, but he got a Morgan Freeman original. Yeah. Which is nuts to me because I was like, yo, how is it? And like, it's so fitting that in 2020, Morgan Freeman is the one who's breaking down the street code of what a rat and what a snitch are. Yeah. To like all these people who have no idea. Cause it's always so funny. Like people call you a snitch for like saying that, Oh, I'll call the cops. Blah, blah, blah. Like you're not a snitch. If you do that, it's, Snitching is when you're involved in the situation, then you turn on the people who you're with, and then that's snitching. Like it was so fucking elegant. But, like, it was yeah insane. to get yeah to get Morgan Freeman to do it is like I was just like wow, this is quality perspective too because I was like I'm one of those guys with six nine I'm like let him in the game like whatever like snitch he's entertainment whatever but after I listened to that Morgan Freeman thing I was like we need to ride on six nine we're gonna murder <laughs> how dare he Morgan Freeman knows what's up man six, six nine's out the game now we're like we have to kill him and i was just like it was like the way he did it was like so elegant i li- i've honestly never listened to an interlude so much um i actually play it through like i skip a song to go listen to morgan, morgan Yo, crazy. that's nuts. bro he just <laughs> broke it down so well too and it's that honestly that seems like so on um on par like uh, along with what 21's been riding with like he has that like og code but is also a super reasonable guy like for him to speak out on like jewelry and investing and saving your money and giving back to the community and that like it was the most level-headed response to snitching and rap that you could possibly have and then you get the most elegant man in the world to do it for you is uh the game he just changed the interlude game so that, yeah, like, he's he's got the watch. voice of God for real. I kept the interlude on my on my Spotify, which is nice. Like, <laughs> I mean, like I, I threw out songs just to keep. Up. <laughs> so I was just like, yo, I hate snitches now. I hate them. It's all about. Well, the I mean, you should. <laughs> but honestly, I think some people get confused with it. It was like it was good to get that mainstream out there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Think I, I, you know what it is? It's mostly honestly not even. I hate having this conversation with the fucking like white hip hop heads. Yeah. We're always talking about like, well, the anti snitch. Like, we're like it, it's so much more complicated than that. Like, obviously, snitching's not like the no snitch has its negative effects. But when you've been a community like attacked by the police and seeing how they treat people and stuff, like you totally understand the like no no snitching. No yeah, snitch it's a completely people, different rule. It makes not. way more sense. You actually like no or like in that lifestyle understand that it just affects innocent people too. So it was just like, you know, you'll hear a bunch of fucking people like Bo and uh, those kids <laughs> will finally understand uh, on the street, the street code. <laughs> Shout out to my favorite white boy. <laughs> this guy just throws him under the bus. That's exactly how <laughs> the, that's a daddy lesson for him. Oh, hey, why, 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 why do black people hate snitches? <laughs> Let me tell you, let me get Morgan Freeman to explain to you why. So, we got you. Yeah, no, that's one of the things I don't like about, like, hip-hop being so accessible now and, like, worldwide. It's, like, because, like, it came from a certain culture and, like, there's rules to that. But, like, now because it's so mainstream, you can't teach everyone about those rules or they can't understand them the same way, especially with, like, how music is pushed out these days. It's so quick and so fast, like, a lot of people aren't going to listen back to the old old school types of music that taught yeah. you 
those lessons and stuff like that. So there's oh for sure. And honestly, it's not, what bothers me isn't that you don't understand it. It's the the like it's that you're wrong that, and then you're loud about being wrong. Yeah, it's how comfortable some of these white boys and stuff are like with being like, no, this is morally objectable like you, you know let me tell you why this is wrong it reminds me of like the gentrifiers of like neighborhoods you know what i mean when um they like you just don't understand they just come in and lay on their own rules and do all that shit so just like it's the most not understanding things like that's part of life man you experience other cultures and you you don't you, you don't really get it because you grew up but you just embrace and understand it and you don't critique it but with hip-hop there's that like that um what's that word uh entitlement uh, just they fit yeah entitlement sorry entitlement that's what it is that just grinds my gear so badly ask questions don't don't assert yourself and say that shit so yeah that's what just annoys me yeah that's literally the generation we're living in now it's people are just entitled and they can't be wrong it's like if you don't understand something just say you don't understand it there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with admitting that there's nothing wrong with admitting that you don't understand something and there's nothing wrong with admitting that you're wrong when you're wrong like if you get new information and it proves your original point wrong, you can be yeah. like, okay, I was wrong in this situation and now I've learned better. But so many people have so such big egos that they can't take that back seat and be like, okay, I was wrong in this situation. Instead, they have to force their point and be like, I'm right no matter what. And it's so stupid to me. Like, Dude, that's my, yeah, that's my biggest thing. Just, I'm wrong all the time. And I don't know how more people, <laughs> like, for the most part, like, okay, so, oh, oh, we, this is a good topic to maybe end this because I got in this argument before is the Chrissy Teigen, John Legend shit. Um, and I was like, yo, this is so whack. Um, them posting pictures of themselves, like miscarriaging, like that's some private shit, yo. And yeah. that, and obviously I wouldn't say this, but I had conversations with a few people and then they put me on the perspective of like, yeah, okay, obviously these people are social media whores and stuff, but there is true evidence that this helps people cope. And they showed me like things of like testimonies from women being like the conversation around how normal it is would have helped me so much going through my um, miscarriage. You know what I mean? And like at this point, I'm like, okay, I still like this couple is just all about that attention. But at the end of the day, if they get attention, but they help five people, that's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm wrong. Like I was like kind of grossed out and like annoyed by it. But then there was tons of women who were like, nah, nah, this would have helped five years ago when I went through mine to like whatever. And I mean, I can still think they're like attention whores, but there is a benefit to it. And I'll, I'll give it that. So yeah. did you see the pictures? I did. Yeah, I did see the photos. I was in the same boat as you. I thought it was really weird that they posted it. Yeah. Um, but I was like, right off your point, I was going to say, you can still think, I can still have that opinion. Like, I can still think that it's weird for that to happen. But for someone to educate me on that, I can be like, okay, well, I can understand like why they also did it at the same time too. Like, that doesn't change. Like, I, like, I, it doesn't change how I feel about it, but I can understand because, because, because where they're coming from. Other people's shit, you exactly. Know? Yeah. Like I, when I first saw that, I wanted to tweet right away. Like, what is this bullshit? You know what I mean? Like, obviously still in my gang, like my shit, like I don't have to worry about miscarriage. Like I still think it's kind of weird, but like if it helps women, they like that. You know what I mean? Then it's, yeah. I, I wouldn't interject, interject or have that entitlement to tell women how to feel about these pictures. Like I can, I can go in my head and still think it's weird and stuff, but that's the difference between people like, it's not my position to tell people how, how to feel. Like, I think you and me both still, like, if we saw that, we're like, ah, uh, this is weird. But 
if someone was like, oh, this was how help me, neither of us would interject and be like, no, it shouldn't. Like, yeah, like, exactly. You know what I mean? So to a degree, I was wrong because, I mean, I still semi-agree, but I, I wouldn't ever like know that pain or whatever and tell someone um, how to feel about that. And that. So that's just a one example um, currently that happened. Yeah, that's why I feel like I need a break because like I always see people online who are just so loud and wrong. And it's like, you don't know what you're talking about, but you keep spewing things out like you know what you're talking about. And it's just frustrating because yeah. obviously I work with social media as well too. So I see it Same. constantly. Yeah. And then on top of it, when I'm just browsing on my regular social media, I also see it there. And everyone has so much time to be on social media these days. So like Twitter is just like super toxic and annoying these yeah. days. Can it's you hard name to, I need a break because I feel like we've been <laughs> quarantined. We've been talking back and forth, like how badly we need a break. We've obviously both tried to do it in that, but like it, it truly is after 2020 and we're making it to November. It's, it's, I need a break. Um, yeah. I think once the sun starts going down, I'll probably try and be on social media a little bit. Less. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll be, I'll be on the streets too. And I'll get those, the, those likes still get you the serotonin flow in. Um, but it would be nice to really take some time away, but it, it feels almost impossible to do that. The times we live in, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there. It's a good point to wrap it up. Thank you guys. Or die. <laughs> What'd you say? Subscribe. Oh yeah. We got to, we, we should have added that at the beginning. Subscriber. Like, subscribe. I got my voter ballot, everyone. And if you guys don't subscribe and make your friends subscribe, I'm going to vote for Trump and you guys will be responsible. <laughs> I'm serious. And you guys, yo, I don't know if you saw this, but there's people online who are tweeting um, because they're they're undecided. So they're in the center part where they yeah. don't really want to vote. So they're like, well, if you guys want to make me vote so bad, pay me the money to vote and I'll go do That's it. What, I want to go on OnlyFans too. There's OnlyFans girls as well doing, um, getting that, like the money to donate to Biden and like um, vote for him and stuff too. So I'm thinking about that. This is the motto. If we can get, um, a, a good amount of subscribers. I will. I will vote for Biden. But um, if we don't, I'm gonna go Trump. You know what I mean? <laughs> First, I gotta protect my taxes. I gotta protect uh, the country. I don't want any immigrants coming in. Um, so if you guys don't subscribe and share, uh, it's a vote for Trump. I'm sorry. That's just how it is. And the the, the power's in your hands now. What are you gonna do with it? You heard him, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding you. Not joke. You know, get some new subscribers. I'm fucking I'm the, hell, the hell with the world. Why should I exist? You all have to have my pain. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So do what Gabe said. Like, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, and now Amazon Music Podcasts. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to episode 66. We will catch you guys next week. And yeah, take it easy. Like, Like and subscribe. Peace. Goodbye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. 
Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.